1: Season 2, episode 36 starts right now. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Brandon Davis, joined today by Jenna Anderson. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. We got Aaron Perrine. What's going on, everybody? And Jamie Girac, disguised as Adam Barnhart. <laughs> 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 she
2: rip off my uh, Mission Impossible mask. What's going on, internet? Brandon. Adam
1: Barnhart, back on the show. Brandon, Good to have right. you.
2: Thanks for filling in for Jamie. What's up, dude? No, just thanks for having me, man. Anytime you DM me and ask me questions <laughs> is the best time of my day. You made my week. Just, just that's seeing fine. the, the Slack notification from Brandon Davis pop up. That's, that's
1: false, but I appreciate you. <laughs> it's not like false. That.
2: I don't tell lies. That's you just did. Often. But,
1: no, no, I love you, Adam. Thanks, you. I, I imagine you're just having like the best couple weeks of your life because your best friend is like taking over the Marvel cinematic universe.
2: Yeah. Yeah. What's that oh. like? It's it's incredible. Um I filmed a, a cameo last week, so it's just okay. <laughs> I wish. I what should we? that's We're there's great. a new hashtag campaign. <laughs> I'm you with him, Adam.
1: put Adam get Adam Barnhart to Daredevil. Yes, In Daredevil. we've, yeah. we've the show. Succeeded, uh well we haven't succeeded at that yet, but we have gotten people to different events uh, on this show. So well thank you for joining us, Adam. We're gonna talk about Daredevil. That's that's why you know Adam's on the show, it's gonna get good to talk about Mr. Charlie Cox himself. Um, but first we have some news that came out yesterday about uh, one 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 little Avengers film.
0: Yeah, so Avengers Kang Dynasty has a writer now um, and it is Jeff Loveness who just most recently wrote Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Um, he's also written Rick and Morty, which is unsurprising when you've looked at a lot of the creatives that Marvel has had in phase four and beyond. Um, I'm pulling up a tweet. I should have done this before, but he had a very great tweet reacting to the news coming out. He joked... Um, I'm shooting it this weekend at my place. Kyle forgot to charge the camera battery. Can you bring one? So, you know, totally DIY energy to the biggest Avengers movie that we've all been waiting for. Um, I'm super excited for this, especially given the Kang connection. I'm curious to see like how he continues whatever he set up in Quantum Mania. But what do y'all think?
1: I think it's always a good sign. It makes me more excited for Ant-Man. I think it's always a good sign that the, they're they're confident and they appreciate the work the writer has done uh, on whatever project they currently worked on to get hired for the next one. So I think that's a good sign for Ant-Man. I think it's cool. I think that speaks to the interconnectivity of it. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I always think it's interesting
3: when people uh, like not just with the, like they wrote for the show, but like the entries and I was talking to Nick yesterday and apparently some of the like funnier, like weirder stranger episodes of Rick and Morty are like what Loveness wrote, like the one with the Vada acid, and I think the the finale of last season, which was like a really big thing for all the fans, so I, I'm like I, I like those two episodes, so I'm like okay, I'm in, let's go. And he's the guy, I believe he's the one that was sitting in the chair in the hallway. Was like the first image we got of them shooting Quantum Mania, where he was just like, oh, brand new image, and it's just him in like a folding chair, <laughs> and there's nothing else, no Paul Rudd, no anything. So his sense of humor is intact.
2: Adam. Yeah, we need you to weigh in. Man, if if Kevin Feige likes you, I think you're set for life. All <laughs> <laughs> right. Jeff, Jeff, Michael Waldron, Eric Pearson's on his third credited film right now, I think. Jeff's done it all, man. He's he's done Marvel Comics. He did that mm-hmm. really dope uh, Judas Iscariot comic. He's he's done Rick and Morty. It's uh only thing he hasn't done yet is is Marvel Television. Now there's Disney Plus. But um yeah, we'll see Quantumania. Ant Man Two is probably my least favorite MCU movie. So, um, wow, we'll see. We'll see. That's we'll see, okay. what, we'll <laughs> see what Quantumania is like, and then I'll, I'll reserve my hype or hate until, until I see that.
1: I mean, I, I, the, if Foggy likes you, he you are pretty much set because he must have liked Marcus and McFeely enough to give him another chance after Thor: The Dark World, which is, is higher is. On the MCU ranking than Ant Man and the Wasp. It is. It is.
2: Wow. It is. meant to that. The hate for for Scott Lang is oof. Adam. Paul Rudd's not on the show today, is he? <laughs> Surprise. Let's bring him out.
0: He just cues up the Mac and me clip that he always plays when he's on Conan. That's all he came here to do yeah. is just play that and
1: leave. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just go back. I, I go back to that, like, but Marcus and McFeely, like they were the basically the through line to the biggest story in uh in in the infinity saga and you know maybe maybe i starting to build something where the, you know the, the through line is starting with ant-man and the wasp Mania, and that's going to lead straight into gang dynasty and possibly secret wars who knows And that actually segues us perfectly into our next topic which is will avengers secret wars live up to the hype this is why i'm bringing this up i want to talk about this i want everybody to weigh in i know some people are going to call me crazy because we want all the marvel all the time and we're going to watch it all. Yes, I will watch all of it. Uh, but at the same time, I tweeted this yesterday and people were kind of, some people were like, whoa, bro, wait, what? Some people were like, yeah, I agree. So I'm interested to see where the three of you fall, where the comment section falls on this. Secret Wars is already only three years away. And it feels like the multiverse saga really is like just getting started. Yes, we know it's leading to Secret Wars, but why? How? I, I genuinely don't know. And we're 50 plus hours of content in. We only know that because it was an announcement at Comic-Con. Whereas like, you know, in the first Avengers movie, we didn't know before the first Avengers movie, because Phase 4 isn't done yet, but we didn't know in Phase 1 that it was leading to like, you know, Infinity War and Endgame and this battle with Thanos. But as soon as we saw Thanos in the Avengers credit scene, we knew. So I'm kind of just like, well, you know, that took 10 years of conversations about Infinity Stones. Where's the Soul Stone? Are the Guardians going to meet the Avengers? You know, so many conversations about characters, how they're going to interact, when they're going to interact, how these things are going to lead to the next. And now we're 50 plus hours in, which is the full Infinity Saga and more. We're all just kind of like, well, it's going to Secret Wars because they said so. You know, Earth 838 Reed Richards said the word incursion. So, you know, it's the seed is planted. It's not completely you know out of the picture. We've started flirting with the multiverse, the Loki finale, it 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 opened it up. It's just happening a lot faster and through a lot more content that's coming and going a lot more quickly. So I'm kind of like, well, could Avengers Secret Wars possibly reach the hype level that Avengers Endgame did with it coming so quickly and seemingly maybe people aren't as excited? You know, obviously we are, but, you know, I don't I don't know that everyone else is watching all of this content because there's so much of it. And when It felt like going into Endgame. Everybody watched everything. I don't know. I I'm want. I'm that's kind. Of, I'm kind of. I don't really have an answer. I'm not necessarily asking everybody to have like a distinct side on this. I personally think. I don't know that it can reach the endgame hype unless this is a situation where we get Downey and Evans and Hugh Jackman and Scarlett Johansson and everybody back just for one more movie as variants of the the characters they played. Leave Leave Iron Man dead, but you know, give us Tony Stark still from a different universe, something like that, or Tom Cruise, whatever, whatever you prefer. I prefer Downey, but hey, that's just me. Uh, but I'm real curious. Can it possibly do that when it's coming up so quickly and the hype uh, is not the same as it was before? There is hype. I'm not saying there's no hype, but it's just different. I'm curious everybody's thoughts. I'm, I'm going to go read how everybody's accosting me. In the- <laughs> <laughs> Honestly,
0: I don't disagree with you. I, like, I want to be optimistic. I want to hope that the pieces of Secret Wars will come together. But there's also part of me that is like, I don't know how you can also just make this one movie. And you can sell the concept of Secret Wars to general audiences when Hickman's Secret Wars in particular is a very heady thing that took years and years of setup and years and years of canon to really kind of pay off. Like, I, I think there's a way to kind of emulate that here in the MCU. I was almost thinking last night of like, what if there just ends up being a whole Secret Wars phase of like, it lasts Like a year, a year and a half, and it ends like it starts with Secret Wars as we know it coming out in 2025, and then like we get shows and movies that tie directly into it, and then we get a part two. Like, I almost feel like that would do the story right, and that would keep people invested and keep the hype kind of worthwhile. I also think part of the problem is people from the second they heard the word secret wars were like, Oh my God, every single cameo that could ever possibly happen is going to happen in this movie. I've seen people tweet this week of like how animated miles Morales could factor into secret wars in live action. Like people are going to already have a version of hype that won't exist in the actual movie because they're wanting every single cameo that they could get, which I don't think is going to happen.
1: Yeah. I don't think, I think if this is just a cameo machine, it's certainly not going to work. It'll be exciting. It'll be cool, but I don't think it's going to be, uh, as fulfilling and pay off paying off as well as Endgame did. Uh, Julia Delbell in the comments saying Kang Dynasty is also the first Avengers movie for a lot of these characters. Infinity War was the third, and that's another factor. Infinity War and Endgame were built on three Iron Man movies, three Captain America movies, one of which was pretty much an Avengers movie, three Thor movies, two Guardians movies, two Ant Man. Like there was all sequels and a lot of you know stuff developed in that. We don't even know if we're getting a Shang Chi sequel yet. You know, there's a lot of characters that are supposed that that are supposed to be a part of this, or hopefully, I hope Shang Chi is a part of it. That we don't really know their relationships with all of the other characters. We don't really, you know, everybody has like, you know, I want this crossover, I want that crossover. But it's just because we'll think it'll be cool, not necessarily because they have a relationship already, the way Tony and Cap did, the way Wanda and Vision did, and, and that sort of stuff back in uh, in, in, the, in the Infinity Saga. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, really, I'm really torn. I mean, Secret Wars, I, I, I like Jenna's idea. Like, I, I think Battle Worlds is a Disney Plus series, like just showing the fights weekly, leading up maybe in those six months. I don't know. Between movies, I also wouldn't be shocked if these movies don't both come out in 2025. But who knows? Uh, Aaron, you're at the top up there. What do you think? Uh, uh, so I did a little bit of
3: thinking about this, and uh, as usual, I tried to like zoom out. Like our uh, my, a good friend of mine, like a uh, Richard Newby over at THR, wrote a thing about like the scoopers and how some fans might have felt a little bit cheated slash <laughs> a little disappointed after D23 because all this stuff that got Talked about on the internet ad nauseum did not occur, and then I got another you know helping of it after Nintendo Direct a couple of days ago, where the same thing happened. All the Nintendo fans and I'm like. This is just endemic to fandom, I, I believe, at this point. Uh, a person on Twitter, uh, it's like, at it, it is uh, da- uh, Domini. I, I, I really loved how they put it. It's like, I genuinely believe that the almost rabid scooping around Multiverse of Madness was a symptom of what to expect in a post in game MCU landscape everyone expects huge payoffs in every project with zero investment in character development necessary for such payoffs. It reminded me of when we were joking around about the Batman and then talking about like it being like a multiverse thing where he meets Keaton and then Bale or whatever, you know, and it's like, but you have to actually spend more time than one movie with freaking poor Robert Pattinson eating his uh, blueberries with his sunglasses on inside. Uh, You have to do more than that for it to make sense. And I just, I caution everybody is that every one of these storylines that Marvel has really Marvel studios has like adapted over time does not match up one-to-one with the comics. It's very, very rare. It does not happen. They do their own thing. Yes. They will do little hints and nods at certain things, but it's usually their own thing that they're doing. So if you're going into this expecting like Hickman's secret Wars run, yes, you're going to be disappointed. There's no way it could be enough time. Like, I don't
1: even know. Do you even think if it was its own phase, was that been up time? Time runs out, ran for how long? Well, I mean, and and like you, to your point, there's a comment here on YouTube from Eric Uh, Secret Wars is. Oh, wait, 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 where's. No, no, no. This is from CS. Uh, The Hickman Secret Wars had a lot going on, but the center of it was a Doom and uh, Reed Richards story. Neither of these characters have been properly introduced yet, but we don't know what the MCU Secret Wars will be yet. So, I mean, and that's true. We don't know what it'll be yet. And I think the hype, I mean, obviously there's plenty of hype. Someone else just called out, yes, obviously there's hype. We're dedicating a whole conversation to it this many years out. And that's true. It's an Avengers movie. There's plenty of hype. We're obviously excited for it. I'm just curious because Secret Wars seems like it would be the end game of the multiverse saga. And it's not mm-hmm. far out. And I'm just curious, like, how is possibly going to match that end game hype in the general public's eye? Uh, because that seems really difficult, especially with how fast we're moving towards it uh, and how... Just the little time it seems we have to do movie sequels and stuff like Shang-Chi and like Kate Bishop. And I mean, Yelena's already come back. I don't know. Maybe I'm just making stuff up. Adam, what do you think?
2: I think you guys need to stop poo-pooing on the cameo ideas. We're going to get all the cameos we want. <laughs> stop. Don't bring <laughs> me down. <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> Don't bring me down. It's still the morning. Don't bring me down. There's a lot of day left, and you guys are not going to bring me down. We're going to get Wesley Snipes. We're going to get Toby McGuire, We're going to get Tom Austin and Sydney from Hellstrom. We're going to get uh, Patton Oswalt playing animated Modoc. We're going to get freshman year Spider-Man. We're going to get it all. You guys can't bring me down. No, I mean... sad thing is I partially want that but then the other side I mean Secret Wars is a Fantastic Four movie yeah so people expecting the cameos and getting a four-hour movie where Reed Richards does nothing but sob because he realizes he isn't God I mean they're they're gonna be very disappointed because that's what we're gonna get
0: exactly just
2: sad boy Reed Richards and God Emperor Doom I'm a God Emperor Doom action figure God Emperor Doom rips uh spoiler alert for a 10-year-old event and he rips Thanos' spine out it's one of the best panels ever and we can't get we could get that because the multiverse um it's it's what that and that's the thing i'm very suspicious because fantastic four and secret wars are going to be filming really close together i mean are they going to give shackman secret wars are they going to get i mean are they being developed in tandem? what's 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 gonna go on with that? I don't know. I, I fully expect it to be Fantastic Four Two. I have no idea I mean what they they've announced directors for everything besides that, you know, writers. Um so we'll uh So is Secret Wars and Phase Six only one year long?
0: I think so, yeah.
1: Or is that like, you know, will it then culminate with like a Secret Wars part two in 2026?
0: That would be my hope is that like, I I would not put it past them of like, we're all sitting down. We watch part one. It's like almost what happened with the Dune movie where everyone thought it was the entire story and it was really only half of it. Like I could see them almost doing that with this because I almost feel like you need to like, even if it is not a straight Hickman adaptation, if it is just this like mix of so many different things, you cannot cover all of that in one movie. It's going to be way too much.
1: tell you right now if they do announce that secret wars part two is like a year later that will certainly put my kind of faith in this a lot higher because my only my only real fear is that it's rushing to it we're getting there too quickly we need the more time to breathe with all of these characters we've now met and how the multiverse is gonna you know play into it and and we need some relationships to develop between these characters and how they will you know interact and stuff and we need like those og6 avengers it's such a great dynamic and then as that expanded and you added Wanda and Vision and you added, you know, all sorts of different characters to it, Ant-Man and the Wasp and like just just the Wasp, you know, in Endgame, the one little joke about like when she calls him Cap and, you know, Scott Lang looks at her and he's like, oh, you know, you get it now. And you, you, re- you remember that moment from Ant-Man and the Wasp. We have so many hours of content. Like, I don't know, the, where are those payoffs going to come from? How well will they land for the audience? in endgames theaters they landed for everybody we all screamed when cat picked up the hammer what is the equivalent of that can we have it maybe i don't know that's why that's why i don't write these movies i just come out here and, and <laughs> but, um but yeah in the comment section go ahead and, and drop a comment right now yes or no do you think avengers secret wars can match the hype level of avengers end game give us a comment and a thumbs up either way just hit thumbs up if if you say yes or if you say no Uh, and subscribe to the Phase Zero channel on YouTube. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. Avengers Campus is getting a new multiverse ride featuring King Thanos. It sounds like this is going to be around at the park like just in time for Secret Wars. Uh, This was part of D23. They didn't say when it's coming, but I imagine this one's going to take a minute to make. It's going to feature all the heroes and the villains from the MCU, including characters we haven't met yet. They released some concept art. It's very Secret Wars looking with King Thanos at the center of it. You got Daredevil, you got Man-Thing, you got... Spider-Man and Spider-Man from freshman year. Uh, You got uh, both Captain America's. I'm just going off the top of my head. I don't have the image in front of me. You have Iron Man, more characters on there. Uh, All all sorts of characters on there. It just, they said you can, you can fight Thanos alongside your favorite Avengers and villains, and it's going to have everybody in it. So that's, that sounds cool. I mean, the Spider-Man ride at Avengers campus kind of stinks. So this is good news. Guardians of the Galaxy mission breakout is really great. Spider-Man ride. It's like you get off and you're like, Oh my God, my arms are just dead. just like, why did that happen to me? Um, so yeah, that's cool. Anybody got any thoughts on Avengers campus they want to share before we move on?
0: That concept art was just amazing. Like, that looked so cool. Also, because it had a new She-Hulk costume, which I was just like, ooh, okay. There's also two Hulks on that, which Mm -hmm. is interesting. There's, like, uh, normal Hulk and then gladiator Hulk, too. So it feels like we're getting much more multiversal than I would have expected. I know Adam will talk about it, but, like, even Man-Thing and Werewolf by Night are on there, which is also super cool.
2: What what a weekend. What a weekend, guys. (laughs) What a week! It's insane. It's insane that Man-Thing is on the concept art. Why is it? Why is it not? Maybe it is a Man Thing, Ryan. I'll probably have to write a feature on that. Maybe <laughs> you know the multiverse stuff. Maybe it is a Man Thing. Marvel is going all in on Man Thing. You heard it here first. They're going to do a trilogy. They're going to do two trilogies. They're going to do all sorts of spinoffs. Man Thing go- is the next Iron Man of the MCU. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of go meet Viscardi. What's that? Ooh, what? Oh, careful. What? What about Jim? <laughs> I'm just
1: messing with you. I'm just messing with you. I'm looking at the concept art. It's got Miss Marvel, She-Hulk, Mighty Thor. Uh, Is that Black Panther? It's got Black Panther. Moon Knight, the Hydra Stomper. I think this is all just like PNG files of every character, every version of these characters (laughs) smashed into one. (laughs) Doctor Strange, yeah, there's a Gladiator Hulk and a Hulk Hulk. Uh, Thor, looking like he looked in Infinity War. Uh, swinging with the axe backwards. He's bringing the hammer down, hopefully aiming for the head this time. Black Widow. Uh, yeah, there's, I mean, is that Okoye? And yeah, field? it
0: almost looks like there's two Okoyes. Like there's, oh. there's one that looks more like Midnight Angels, and then one that, like, it, I, but I don't know. That might just be the art. But yeah, there's so much on that poster.
1: There's a lot going on here. There's a lot going on here. And then there's all of us riding the ride right <laughs> there. And I think that's Kevin Feige in the front seat with the hat on. But, uh, you get to everybody who gets to ride this gets to sit next to Kevin Feige. It's pretty
0: cool. <laughs> they just have like a weekend at Bernie's, like just <laughs> stuffed <laughs> no. version of Kevin Feige and it just takes up a seat in the so cart.
3: <laughs>
1: <well>. <laughs> All right. So before we move on to She-Hulk episode uh five spoilers and conversation, we brought Adam Barnhart on the show, which means we're going to talk about Daredevil. Uh, Charlie Cox is back. He was at D23 and he's got a lot. I mean, he's in like every project he's in more projects mm-hmm. than he's not. I think uh, Adam, can you? I want to hear from you your thoughts because I haven't had a chance to talk with you about this. Like, are there what stories do you want to see from Daredevil? What do you expect? Any projects upcoming in the MCU that Charlie Cox has not been announced to be a part of that you think he could fit right into?
2: Uh, I, I want to see uh, Daredevil: Born Again done about five times, and then we can start moving on to different, uh, different episodes. Stories. Yes, yes, please. You, you that's just killed the eight, Brandon. <laughs> Eighteen episodes is is so insane. Um, I, if I'm a betting man, they're doing Mayor Fisk right off the bat, just because it's super timely and it's going to be releasing like months before the next general election, and and they'll look like geniuses for doing Mayor Fisk right, right then and there. So I'm, do I want it? Meh. But I'm, I'm sure they'll probably do that. I wouldn't, um, uh, if that's the case. I wouldn't be surprised if they kind of uh, go into Devil's Reign right, right from that and and get Chip and Company some extra royalties that way. Um, Charles Soule, when, when he was doing uh, Daredevil, one of his runs involved a uh, villain named Muse. And Muse is one of my favorite Daredevil villains. He's spooky, um, but he's inhuman and he hunts inhuman. So uh, they would certainly have to tweak that. I think the first time we're intro- introduced to him, Daredevil or, or Matt's fighting crime or beating people up like he normally does in a rainy alleyway. And he like smells blood. And it turns out Muse painted this huge mural of a bunch of different inhuman blood. And uh <laughs> I'm not sure that I probably would never make it on Disney Plus. So I don't know why I want to uh, <laughs> to do uh something born again will be like R-rated? Do you think that ah, gonna- man I don't know. I used to be I used to be the R rated guy <laughs> and I totally flip if it is it is if it not they say Uh, shit so many times on disney plus what what is r-rated you know the werewolf by night they lopped off someone's arm and blood went everywhere across the floor like do we need r rated? it's it's semantics man that's blood we know that's blood (laughs) right we know that's blood. falcon winter soldier every time someone was shooting a gun i mean a reasonable person would believe okay well they meant to kill someone with that bullet because I think that's what bullets do, you know, like what where's what's doing? I, it's just a lot of like use the context. I'm not even sure if that's context clues, but like they weren't firing the guns at people in the airplane to wh- whatever. I don't know. It, Daredevil doesn't need to be rated. R. I don't I don't think it needs to be rated R, TV, whatever. If it is, sure. I mean, Jessica Jones had that awesome scene where the arm was sticking out of the garbage disposal. Um, did it add anything to the series? No, not really.
1: I was wondering where you're going in already Jessica Jones scenes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, but but that's the thing. Like something like Jessica Jones. I mean, even the the root content, like the content and the themes of that. That's I, it's hard. to... I, I'm not sure. Like even that type of stuff, if that can be PG thirteen or TV fourteen or whatever. Uh, I don't know, man. Born again, maybe I. I there besides the car scene in season one besides uh and then the guy impales his head on the rebar or whatever it is um there's not really many rated r moments in there i i don't think i, I mean time.
1: i think that even like sequences where matt has just been had the absolute everything beaten out of him and like he wakes up on the couch He's just all cut up and bloody i'm like i don't even know if they would do that much on disney plus like really? we were all so shocked when the shield was covered in blood and we didn't even see the guy get his head cut off and everybody was like oh there was blood in the disney and then, and then like uh ethan hawk had blood on his hand in uh in moon Knight, or was it oscar's I gotta like, know and, like those first couple episodes and everybody was like oh it was red so i'm like well you know daredevil sort like and the, the finale of daredevil season three when he just <laughs> beats all oh, right yeah and, you know i like and that like flatters on the wall like mm-hmm. will we get the, I don't know I can't like I don't know I mean I'm not somebody who thinks like Daredevil can only be good if we have that blood but I do think it certainly you know made it like I've I've I've, I've learned I've seen that like the boys and Peacemaker which the boys gets like cartoonish with with yeah. its violence and Peacemaker is just crass and completely different from everything Marvel's put out but you find myself uh, leaning towards enjoying the adult oriented content more than some of the uh, the child like the the child friendly <laughs> Like stuff that we've been getting here and just, you know, being so shocked that there was a shield of blood on it, but that's
2: just me. That's just me. No, I feel that. And, And I agree. I think there's, I think there's, uh, characters for that. You know, I'd love like a super, uh, I hate saying stuff's dark and gritty, but like a super dark and gritty, uh, I don't want to say Snyder-esque, Snyder-esque <laughs> supreme type thing. You know, I think that stuff like that will work. Max <laughs> Snyder's not the only person who's ever done dark and gritty. First of all, just okay. <laughs> well, okay, it's it's what the <laughs> chat wants or something. I know, like I, know I know, I know, I know. Uh, what? I don't know. I don't think that Daredevil doesn't need it though, because Daredevil yeah. has the comic character. Daredevil didn't get a Max series. You know, um, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Give us dark and gritty. I don't think it needs to be on Daredevil. I would rather have Blade just lopping off everyone's heads, you know? That's fair. That's fair.
1: <laughs> you heard it here first. I, want, I just want to see Daredevil and Spider Man. That's what I want. Yeah. Yeah. I want please. to see them, them fight each other, and then I want to see them become friends.
0: See, but I think part of that is exactly what you're saying of, like, I feel like Sony might not necessarily sign off on, hey, you can have Spider-Man in a Daredevil thing if he's going to, like, brutally kill people and then go, like, I don't know, grab a pizza with Peter Parker. Like, I don't think they're going to let that happen. And, like, the chat is saying, like, after Multiverse of Madness, I feel like we can get to a point where we can have gratuitous violence and have it be impactful. It just doesn't have to be the necessarily the same degree of what was shown on the daredevil show but like i feel like after multiverse after we literally are john krasinski's turned into string cheese it's like i feel like we were at the point where we could do that
1: all right Reed richard all right we're gonna take a quick break for one minute then when we come back we're gonna talk about she hulk episode five and all of its spoilery glory uh join us subscribe to the channel while we're on a break see you in a minute
4: And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.
1: Welcome back to Phase Zero Season 2, Episode 36. This is the part of the show where we talk about She-Hulk Season 1 Episode 5. I'm Preen, Jen Anderson, Adam Barnhart, and I'm Brandon Davis, we're gonna go around the room with reactions to episode five. Aaron, you're at the top. What'd you think of today's episode of She Hill? Um, I, I really enjoyed
3: it. It was very, very interesting to get like more of just the main cast. Uh, mm-hmm. And also we return to like case of the week, slice of life stuff that they kind of promised all of us in the beginning. So I find that interesting. I think that the world building is super interesting and I also love that Pug is like a weird closet sneakerhead that, that made me laugh really hard because like I I was at, at points this person and knew a ton of these people
1: in, in a previous life. <laughs> Jenna, what do you think?
0: I well so first off, this was the first episode that I've stayed up. Uh, to watch at like two in the morning because since we didn't have screeners beyond this point I'm like I'm gonna watch this as soon as it drops on Disney plus I do not know how y'all do this every single time there's a Marvel thing like oh my god I cannot wait to like a month and a half from now be able to actually go to bed at a reasonable hour on Wednesday nights but this was so worth it this episode is more intimate and like smaller scale I feel like than the first four that we had gotten but that also just might be me having watched those episodes so many times but it's like there's so much of this that is so much fun. The character dynamics are so good. The the small ways that we are advancing Jen's personal plot are just so good and so effective. This still feels like the MCU show that is written the most like a TV show and this felt like an example of it. Of like you don't need some big gimmicky thing but you can still have a very entertaining episode of television.
2: All right, Adam, what you think? It's a perfect word for it, man. It this show's giving us like those really delectable world building crumbs that we don't necessarily need, but it just makes it's something the Mar Marvel can afford to do because it's, it's the world's biggest Hollywood franchise. You know, the, the Taylor stuff, what it's like dating as a superhero, uh, super, becoming a superhero isn't a novelty anymore because it, it's they're springing up everywhere. And, and this show's exploring that. And it's, it's really cool. I love seeing the courtroom stuff, you know, in a courtroom comedy. I, I really like that aspect of it. And we certainly got, uh, got enough right. As I was set. It ended right as I was settling in. And that's my biggest <laughs> complaint with the whole thing. I'm like, yeah, now this is cooking. And then the credits started to roll and I'm like, What's with no credit scene? I what know.
1: What are we doing? What's the point? I don't know. Uh, yeah, no, I know. I, I agree with you, Adam. It was just like these the, the runtime of these episodes is kind of short. It's, damn, I just finished my coffee. I wanted to just really kick back and watch it Monday, Thursday morning, prime time. Uh, I like this episode a lot. I don't care what anybody says. I think the show is so much fun. I think the show is an absolute blast to watch. Like, I'm having so much fun. I don't know if it's going to land. I don't know if the finale and the story is going to culminate and we're going to look back at this and be like, that was a really well told, complete story. But so far, five episodes in, I'm having a blast every single time I watch the show. And that's that's where I'm at with it right now. I really love Jen Walters. I really love the way they're setting her up to like have to deal with the confidence issues of uh, can she be confident as Jen, even though the world keeps telling her She-Hulk is better and they only like her for her She-Hulk. It's like, well, God we love you jen you're so much fun like you have such a great smile we just want to be your friend too but apparently nobody else does what the hell except for nikki who's who's awesome nikki ramos i'd be friends with her she seems like a good time uh but yeah i mean i think I, I really want to know what the antagonist is what's going on we met the wrecking crew we've got hints of like is the leader involved with this are they trying to get her blood we only have four episodes left We're more than halfway through the show or uh i don't know what 60 percent through I just want to know where we're going. That's my biggest thing, but overall I don't like I'm just having fun with it and I hope it lands. There's four episodes left. We got that tease at the end of Daredevil. He's not coming next week. I don't think so that's gonna piss a lot of people off, but who knows maybe he does show up uh, it's just it's just good it's just it's just fun. that's where I'm at with it. I'm having fun with it. Um, all right uh well let's just let's just talk what Jenna will you lead us? Will you yes. do your thing.
0: Yes, I will. I will spread the gospel of the Easter eggs from the episode. I will say to your point, like, I completely agree. I'm almost worried now that we got the Daredevil tease at the end of this episode. As great as that was, I'm now just like, if he does not show up next week, the fandom, a a section of the fandom is just going to have a hissy fit. And it's going to suck because including Adam, Adam is pointing at himself like (laughs) this show is so great on its own that like i don't want the conversation to just be like well is this the week that matt murdoch is here it's like the simpsons bit of like when are we going to get to the firework factory it's like we're getting to matt Murdock. you know you're getting matt Murdock. it just might not happen right away um but so in terms of easter eggs and stuff um i am going to be filming a video on the phase zero channel later breaking these down in more detail um we the courtroom scenes in and of themselves and kind of the way that whole storyline is structured mirrors the comics in its own sort of way in the comics um Titania has a nickname uh, that she was kind of given when she was bullied as a kid and it's Skeeter. And she like does not like that nickname and she gets called it during the in the first Secret Wars and Jen hears that and like starts using it to kind of like taunt her every single time they hang out and that's part of why Titania doesn't like her of like why do you keep calling me Skeeter I don't like that name I'm kind of sensitive to it so it's funny kind of having that on the flip side now of everywhere Jen looks Titania is using the She-Hulk brand kind of like in spite of her Um, and then the bringing all of her exes into court there's a very similar scene in the comics where they actually have the leader trying to argue in court that the gamma radiation is what made him evil and not his own like actual actions and his own like mental state and so the way that they illustrate that is they kind of prove that oh jen has kind of slept with more people as she hulk than she has as jen and they literally have to list a entire list of people in the court and it is this really funny sequence because it just keeps going and going and going um and then we meet Luke Jacobson, who is a super obscure character, but in a very cool way. He originated in the Dakota North series of just this like espionage, kind of super spy thing. And he is a fashion designer who has ties to her and to Daredevil and Jessica Jones and stuff. I bought Dakota North number one at a convention a couple of weeks ago. And I was like, oh my God, I accidentally hit the lottery because now that was this guy's first appearance. Um, I and then, to you. yeah, I, I love the way that they're going with him. I Griffin. Matthews, who plays him, I spoke to him for The Flight Attendant a couple of years ago, and I asked him the, like, do you want to be in a superhero thing question? And he gave a super thoughtful, super impassioned answer. And so now to turn around and see him in this is like the coolest thing ever. Um, And then I I know I'm sure we probably have a list. There's probably a list on Twitter. I haven't made one yet, but the shoes on Pug's wall in the credit sequence. We need to talk about those because there are so many. Yeah, yeah. Like we have Deadpool, we have the first ones that I noticed when I was watching this at two in the morning, and I like leapt off the couch was like, those are the thing. Like that is very clearly yeah. the thing's those are character style. I love that so much. I the implications of this little this little image it, are just so crazy because it's like, do these characters already exist? all of our heads and all of our theories about like, oh, they're not gonna be introduced until after Secret Wars. Now we have all of these shoes to kind of put a wrinkle in that. But yeah, we have Cyclops, we have Cable. I swear there's a pair of Nova shoes somewhere, which I'm like, Brandon, you're probably gonna want those. Yeah, right there, Nova
1: Core shoes, right above the Iron Man 3s in his hand.
0: Yeah. So like, there's like Comic-Accurate Electro. There's, there's so much. There's like Frogman. The yeah. Iron
1: Man, Moon Knight. There's some Moon Knights on the bottom for Jim.
0: Yeah. I need these to be real. I also realized after watching the episode last night that like Jen wearing sneakers as part of her She-Hulk costume now has this extra significance to it because I'm sure Pug probably hooked her up through his sneaker dr- dealer, which I think is just super cool. So
2: These are cool. They're, there's visions. Yep. Vision shoes. These yeah. Are who's who's going to ask? So I don't want to bring this up, but I got it. Who, who's going to ask Kevin Feige if the post credit – Concept artist canon. canon.
0: Yeah, yes.
1: you know that I will. If I talk to, if, if yeah. I ever talk to him again, he didn't walk the press line at D twenty three Expo because he knew I was going to ask him who <laughs> bought Avengers Tower. So he just saved himself the trouble.
2: But yeah, those shoes are. Which which pair would you wear?
1: Oh, which gosh. pair would you
2: have? Um, the one in the middle. I uh, my head canon is those are o Lantern shoes. I think they're green to the left of Vision. I, it looks like oh. there's like a pumpkin or something on them. Also, there are
0: that. Ghost Rider ones, like over oh, by a Pug's head. There's like a little chain and like fire.
2: Yep. Yeah, there is Ghost yeah. Rider right there. Confirmed <laughs> D23 <laughs> yeah. didn't give it to us, but She hawks her in there. I yeah. know. Being fed over there. I, the Cyclopses are
1: hilarious. The little eye yeah. band across the tongue. Those of the are pill. cool. Uh, yeah. yeah, these are these are solid. These are solid. Aaron, Aaron, if you could have one pair. Uh, let's see here.
3: Uh, I think, I think we're going with uh, Black Panther. We're going with the Lowe's. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, those are. I'm nice. I'm learning that all of you circa 2006 or five would have spent a lot of money if given the opportunity <laughs> on sneakers because like they <laughs> made all of this stuff <laughs> in like 06, 07. I remember logging on on my terrible dial-up modem at
1: my grandparents' house and being like,
3: one day. I'm going to be back. I'm going to get
1: it. I used to, I used to work at Starbucks in the Freehold Mall in New Jersey. And I used to, the the manager of the champs would come in. And <laughs> the manager of the champs used to get some free mocha, free mocha frappuccinos, double chocolate frappuccinos, because they would have like employee 50% off day. And your boy got that friends and family employee 50%. And the Jordans were thriving on that day. The, <laughs> okay, the barista was, 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 was swagged out. Back in the high school days, I still have I still have that white Jordan sweatshirt that I bought back in 2008. How big is it, Brandon? How big? Lord, <laughs> Listen, man, I had sweatpants. They are. I still have those too. They got like a black and white cheetah print stripe down the side with the nice. Jordan logo. Listen, I had to, and I was that kid who had to match. I had the black and white and red Jordan shoes, and then the black and white and red sweatpants, and the white with the black and red Jordan logo across. Listen, it all had to match. It all had to match. Okay. Mrs. Dee Dee Davis is
2: the drip broker. Miss yeah, Davis, if you're out there,
3: please tell me there's pictures of this. I didn't see
1: the <laughs> <laughs> I'll put it all back on. I'll yeah. put it all back on. Please, <laughs> just all wear all it out. on next week's show. Yes,
3: wear it next week's show. <laughs> Ooh,
1: The heat. The heat. Cool. All right, I'm actually anything. I'm, I'm gonna see if I can pull up a pull up a photo here. Anybody? Oh yeah, wanna talk about? Josh. Josh mm-hmm. dressed like a hype beast too. He got the <laughs> buffs on like
3: a real, real skeevy like hype beast kid. And I'm like, he looked like a bad photocopy of Jack Harlow. Why? <laughs> <laughs> so Richard's laughing. Uh, yeah, I, I'm like, he popped up and. That has to be going for everything in this show. I've been really impressed with this and Ms. Marvel. Even the small things end up looping back in at the end. So you know that his weird streetwear obsession, this creepy dude in the Wrecking Crew stuff is all gonna come back in at some point. Heck, we not even dealt with titania yet. You know they gotta throw
1: down. They don't like each other. It's Mark now. Yeah. Where, where do we think that, like, Jenna might be the person to best answer this question, with four episodes left, where is this show going to go? Because okay. I feel like we don't have like a really clear direction of where it's going. We have like lots of ideas, maybe this, maybe that. But she's got a she's got a super suit now. She's got the gown. We know she has to wear. I'm assuming that was referenced, and that she was like, "I don't need something like this." And he yeah. was like, "I made it for you anyway." Yeah. Where where can we go here?
0: Well, I mean, just based on the trailers, like based on the midseason trailer and stuff, like we know there's like something involving a wedding where like she and Titania are both there and seemingly throw down. Um, there's like the the abomination support group stuff that's been in the trailers. So like we have we have all of that. And then we obviously have Daredevil to still deal with. But it, what I love about this show is like even though we know set pieces and we know like individual elements like Aaron said we don't know exactly how they're going to like actually unfold and how they're all going to come together and I think that's what's so fun is like how unpredictable it still is while still being incredibly like comic accurate and true to itself
1: so I I I just hope it's good I just hope there's no (laughs) no Ralph Boner moment I don't think there will be I don't know how there could be they haven't set us up for that but listen I've been hurt before Okay.
4: And I, don't <laughs>
0: want to <laughs> I also think, like, honestly, at this point, because I, I think the Ralph Boner moment could have potentially been like, oh, my God, we're going to get leader because we all thought in the first couple episodes that the Wrecking the Crew and Todd stuff was building towards leader. Even if we don't get leader in this show, we now already know that we're getting him in another movie. So it's like you can't really be completely. This isn't a Mephisto situation where you can't be disappointed because you're still going to get him in another story in one way or another. So.
1: I just hope, I just hope we see Madison again.
0: Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah. We really need but Madison. It is a Mephisto situation. You brought it up. Madison met Mephisto. Yeah. Right. You can't spell Madison without sin. That's what's <laughs> going on in the comment section right now. Why exactly where you think. And, uh, I don't know, but the leader, I, I'm the contrary of your leader point. Mm-hmm. We do know the leaders coming. Yeah. So, you know, Oh, wait, here we go. Here we you go. found it. This doesn't show all of it. It's just the big old hoodie. <laughs> uh, uh, right here. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's 2010. That's my guy. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs>
3: yeah, Peter Zubin. Yeah. <laughs> you see,
1: hold on. Wait, there's. Oh, here you, here you go. <laughs> here you go. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: I'm like, you know, if only there. you could, like, airdrop this to Richard so he could just put it up on the oh full geez. screen. Oh my gosh. Man.
3: I Look mean, the, that. Line, the line is tight, too.
1: The line, wow. the line is real tight. Okay, <laughs> tight. <laughs> New Jersey. New Jersey, you got you to keep it right. Growing up in, in New Jersey. All right. In New Jersey. Well, uh, anyway, that, that's uh, now, that, now that we've all really bonded over that. Uh, <laughs> that's a great place to uh, wrap up the show today. What a great show it was. Y'all saw my little barista boy self. <laughs> <Flagged
2: down. laughs> barista boy. BD just made himself into a new superhero.
1: Yeah, he did. No, don't do you No. Know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you got fan artists in there.
1: Yeah. Stop it. Stop it. You stop it. All right, y'all. That is season two episode 36 of Phase Zero. There's only four episodes of She-Hulk left. We are how many days away from Black Panther Wakanda forever? Not very many. It's what? Less than two months away now. Yeah. We're, we're really in it. We're getting there. We're going to meet Namor real soon. Uh, pretty excited. Pretty. I'm going to try to get us a special guest for next week. Uh, Adam, any parting words for today's show?
2: No, man. Just uh, keep on keeping on. The uh, That's what the uh, legendary Joe Dirt once told me. <laughs> that was Joe, right? I think it was Joe Dirt. Keep on keeping on. Don't do anything silly. Or do silly stuff. I don't care. Do whatever. <laughs> it's your life. Do whatever the hell you want. Aaron, Everything it's at the summer Lake Hornet
3: on Twitter, and also if you saw our story about Kiki Palmer being like, "Come on, agent," for being like rogue, and you don't like that, maybe take some time to think about that. Maybe go watch. Nope. Yeah. I think there's a. I think there's an argument to be made. Jenna.
0: Um follow me on Twitter at HayesGenalin. Go read some comics and go watch the Phase Zero YouTube channel. I'll have my Easter egg video for this episode. And then today I'm doing She-Hulk interviews. I literally just did one before we logged on for this. I talked to a new Valia who directed today's episode and the next two episodes. And then I'm talking to Jamila and to Josh and Renee. And so it's just gonna be fun content there. So subscribe to the YouTube channel.
1: Please do. Jenna's videos are really, really good. And Jill does a great job editing them. So Please give them the views they deserve and subscribe to the channel. Lots of interviews, lots of content come to the channel. We'll see you there. Uh, That's uh, I, I say enough during the show. I got nothing. Have a great weekend, everybody. I'll see you soon.